Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We'll be concluding Psalm 48, but let's uh, begin with a brief prayer. Father, remove every mountain standing in the way of your promises for our lives and cast them into the sea. God, remove every mountain of oppression and depression, lack and frustration, dysfunction and chaos, sickness and ungodly dependencies in the name of Jesus. I declare these things done in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're looking at the rest of Psalm 48, and it's going to begin with verse 9. We have thought, O God, on your loving kindness in the midst of your temple. According to your name, O God, so is your praise to the end of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go all around her. Count her towers. Mark well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces that you may tell it to the generation following. For this is God, our God, forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. Again, that's Psalm 48, verses 9 to 14. I'll be right back. Again, that was Psalm number 48, verses 9 through 14 in the New King James Version. And again, I like to read it from the New King James when it's a familiar scripture. And this is a familiar scripture. The title that the King James Version gave this passage is The Glory of God in Zion. And remember, it's a song. So just uh, keep in mind that there are voices singing the song. And I'm sure it's an audience waiting to hear the, the great stories about their God. It says the psalmist turns from the turns his focus uh, on the strength and majesty of God. I mean, turns it from the strength and majesty of God. If you remember, verse one said, "Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised." So he turns his focus from the uh, strength and majesty of God to a consideration of his loving kindness. And that says, We have thought, O God, on your loving kindness in the midst of your temple. And that's important. So in the midst of, of God's temple, they're, they're focusing, they're contemplating, they're thinking about his loving kindness. The psalmist is reflecting on the covenant love that God has for his people. And God, we thank you for your covenantal love for us. God's covenant love has, is shown because he provides a place um, for us to meet with him. We can meet with him in the temple, but thank God we can also meet him in anywhere in my 
in my room, in my bedroom, in my closet, my prayer closet, in my kitchen when I'm doing things, even when I'm taking a bath, I can meet with my Father. I can contemplate. I can think about His covenantal love with me. He also um, provides us a, a sacrifice of uh, to give thanks. And you know He loves the sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving. He gives a place to receive prayer as sweet swelling as sweet smelling, I'm sorry, incense unto him. So every time we offer a prayer to our Father, to him, it's like the incense that in the Old Testament where they had to bring all these things into the temple for worship. We don't have to do that. We go right before our God just as we are with a clean heart and a willing heart. And he also uh, provides a place for him to dwell among his people. He dwells in our hearts. God name, God's name is filled with majesty and greatness. So his praise, so is his praise. His praiseworthy character is shown in his righteousness and judgment. It reads, let me get back to it. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgments. The psalmist invites us to uh, tour the, the temp, to tour Jerusalem. He wants us to note the defenses, the strengths, the palaces, all of which reflects royal dignity. And I had to look up bulwark, and it's a, it's a fortress. So he said, look at the palaces, consider them. Count her towers. Consider, um, mark well her bulwarks. Think about all of that. And he said, remember this so generations will know about how great our God is. We need to tell our children and grandchildren about how good God is. We need to remind them of times when God, God's favor made a way when there was none visible. And that's happened so many times for us. And I'm going over my five minutes again. I'm sorry. But let me go ahead and finish this. Uh, there are, if uh, you have grown children as I do, my grown children have testimonies of how God good, how good God has been in their life, lives. They have testimonies on how God has made a way when there's no way. I have a son who works overseas, and he can tell you how God provides for him, how God protects him. He has stories of people that God has placed in his path that he has to pray for, that he had to pray demons out of. So they have testimonies of how great God is. I'm going to end there. Be blessed.